Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. Soba is down here. I am Fofo. And I'm Bones. And for today's podcast episode, we are going to talk about our recent trip to El Nido because it was absolutely magical and there's so much to talk about and unpack in our experience. I think when it comes to traveling, it's something that we've always wanted to do, but because of the circumstances, a lot of it got cut back. And even the way that we travel now is so different from previous years. So how do you want to begin this podcast? What exactly do you want to talk about? I think safety protocols are always a good start. Yeah, safety protocols because it's something that we all should be reminded of and we should all practice. So one, you bring your face mask, face shield, alcohol, and make sure na you try not to take off your mask as much as possible when you're around other people. And before you get to go to El Nido, what were the requirements that we needed to have? We needed a PCR test na negative 48 hours before our flight. We needed the hotel and flight bookings. And the last thing was that we needed to have an itinerary from a credited travel company in El Nido. Additionally, you also have to sign up to the website of the LGU of El Nido mm-hmm. so that they can record and give you a QR code that you can use throughout your trip. I would say that going to El Nido, the process of applying to travel there was very similar to Boracay and to Baguio. You had to fill up a form so that you could get a QR code to enter. And we will talk about this whole safety protocol process a bit later on in the podcast because we have other thoughts. We'll get into it a bit later. But now, let's get to the place itself. So El Nido, I've only been to once ever. And I think Bonizi was also there just once. Yes. I was there for 48 hours. Bonizi was there for... 24 hours. So safe to say, it wasn't much. Yeah. So we were excited. Let's consider this our first real trip to hindi this place. Hindi counted yung una, no? Kasi para lang siyang business trip. At hindi talaga natin enjoy yung beauty ng El Nido. Okay, so overall, before we even get to the nitty-gritty details, how was your experience in El Nido? My whole experience traveling to El Nido for five days was... So beautiful. I don't know how else to put it in words. It was just an amazing trip to be there as a tourist. For me, to sum it all up in one word, magical. I really consider that experience to be magical because each and every day that we stay there, Mm. the longer we stayed, the more we got to know the place and the more magical moments we would encounter. We will get into that in more detail throughout this whole podcast episode. So yan ang aabangan nyo, yung magic of our trip. So to start things off, we arrived in El Nido on a Sunday, Mm -hmm. which I thought was pretty cool because people are usually gearing up to go back to Manila dahil work week na for those that aren't working from home kailangan na sa office na sila before Monday so for us going there parang iilan lang tayo sa flight no? yeah I think the flight was around 50% full really? It, it, or even less less than 50% gotcha it was less than 50% full and they made sure that you were seated far apart from other people it was a one-hour flight from Manila to El Nido, super quick. And as soon as we landed, it was a very quaint airport. So it wasn't super big or anything. Walang ang aircon yung mga holding area. But it was a very quick process. So we landed, got our luggage, and hopped onto a bus right away. Here's the crazy thing, though. We were staying in Charlie's resort for the whole time. We didn't know that Charlie's was like five minutes away from the airport. Yeah, it was so close. And it's so different from 
all other hotels that we might have stayed at in different cities na it takes you a while to get to your airport so you're kind of relaxing in the car but this one you were able to actually get into your vacation as soon as you landed and that brings us to the very first and most one of the most important topics we want to discuss about our trip our accommodations so shout out to charlie's resort because they took care of us wonderfully so Bonizi, what would you like to say about Charlie's? I think the first thing that really caught my eye was was our shuttle at the airport. It was so colorful and so bright. And I think that kind of sets the mood for when you arrive at the airport is yung dating. And we had a driver, Mark, who was super nice and he was so accommodating. And he gave us a lot of tips about touring El Nido. So as soon as we got to the hotel, I think it was really important that it set the tone for the trip. Kasi... Napaka-ganda niya. The hotel actually tried to open March of last year. Hindi pa siya nakaka one month of operation. Yeah. Sumipa na yung quarantine sa buong bansa. So it stopped. So being in there, it felt like the whole hotel was still brand new. Yeah, I, I was actually pretty amazed because we got to talk to the GM of the hotel and he said that the whole staff took care of the place para pagdating ng time na magbubukas ulit yung hotel, it would feel like it was brand new pa din. And that is exactly how it felt. And now we move to the room that they gave. They gave us a pool access room. So there's an entrance from the hallway. And then as soon as you enter the room, there's access to the pool. Like straight mm. out into the pool. Parang ikaw yung may-ari ng pool nila sa hotel. And... It just felt so refreshing and flexible to have that option of jumping into the pool as soon as you wake up, jumping into the pool before you get into the shower, jumping into the pool before going to sleep. Sobrang saya lang. It was the first time for me to experience a room like that. So that was really nice. Actually, it was pretty cool because may mga moments talaga ako na habang nagkakape ako. I was like, parang feel ko mag-swimming. As in, may ganong vibe. Parang hindi ko nararanasan to sa bahay ko. Kaya susulitin ko talaga yung swimming. Hopefully, we can provide a bit of pictures and context for those watching on YouTube. Ding, ding, ding. And next, okay, we'll quickly gloss over the amenities of the resort, which we were able to make the most out of. First thing is internet. Internet there was super duper fast because it was beside an Ayala development. Yes. They are the owners of Globe. So it's not a surprise na malakas yung internet nila. And that helps me and Bonizi. So if ever we go back to El Nido, I think Charlie's might be top of mind because we like working during our vacations. Yes, and that was super important. Actually, when I talked to one of the staff in Charlie's, they did mention that they had a promo now work from home Pero sa Charlie's ka. So if you guys are interested in that, make sure that you guys call up Charlie's para malaman yung ano ang details nun. Aside from the room and aside from the internet, there is the food. Ooh, the food! I love the food so much. We went to the restaurant right after we checked in because we were super hungry from our flight. We arrived at noon. That means... Gutom si Bonizi. What did we order, Fofo? I think the one dish that kind of made our food experience in the resort was the vegetable curry. Ooh. So Bonizi and I, for the past three weeks, we've kind of had a vegetarian slash pescatarian diet, mm -hmm. which is just veggies and fish and carbs. Yeah. So we were able to continue that in Charlie's resort, pero surprisingly, yung vegetable curry nila... Sobrang sarap. We can really recommend the vegetable curry, the tofu, and kangkong. The adobo was actually my favorite, and they were trying out new recipes which we got to try. Now, hopefully, malabas na nila soon. 
And with that, we move on. Charlie's Resort, super okay. Something I can totally, completely recommend to the viewers of the podcast and those who are interested to go to El Nido. But now let's move to the activities and the moments in El Nido. And I think the first thing that we should talk about is island hopping. Island hopping. I think that's something that a lot of people really look forward to when it comes to El Nido. Because they're known for their beaches. They're known for the big lagoon. So it was a no-brainer that we went there first. So let's kind of define what island hopping is. It is an activity and a tour package that most tourists avail of when in the area. So what they do is that you ride the bangka and you tour the different islands, beaches, and scenic areas of El Nido. Madaming mga iba't ibang klaseng routes, madaming mga guides. If I remember correctly, one of the stories of the boatman said that there were over 400 guides just in El Nido, which wow. gives you an idea of their capacity to take in tourists. And with that, we get to the itinerary of our island hopping activity. So for our activity, we got to go to three spots. Mm-hmm. So the boatmen and the guide, siling bahala kung anin pipiliin mo. You can talk to them and adjust on the fly. Yes. So for us, the first spot was the big lagoon. And the big lagoon is usually the ones that you see in all the photos where you can see all the limestone and you can see where the sea urchins are. And it was magical because when we were there, it felt like we were the only people there. But definitely, it was a bittersweet moment because I remember when we were there for a short period of time, we actually got to go to the Big Lagoon and we got to explore it. But at that time, super daming tao, sobrang daming nage enjoy na kahit anong picture mo may tao sa likod mo. This time around, that wasn't the case. But it also means na konti lang talaga yung tourists sa ngayon sa El Nido. Ibig sabihin, out of the 400 tour guides, konti lang sa kanila din yung may trabaho. True. But moving back to the big lagoon and how it looked, it looked absolutely amazing. Beautiful. And just being able to go around, kasi yun nga, mas konti yung mga kasamong tourists mm-hmm. when you're there, we made the most out of the experience. So Bonizi and I got a lot of nice photos. We were able to go into the different corners and pockets of the big lagoon to really be able to explore it. Because on a non-pandemic tourist day, I would assume baka limited lang yung time mo doon. Yeah. Kasi marami nag-aabang or nakapila yung mga tao. Oo, or baka parang tamarin ka na pumasok kasi ang tagal and what I really liked actually about this tour was that we still maintained social distancing from other people. Because there were moments that you would pass by someone, but you had your rowing stick to kind of like move them away from you. You're just like, okay, social distancing muna tayo mga friends. After the big lagoon, we go to our two other spots in our island hopping activity. The second one was an underwater slash underground cave. Mm-mm. And it was super cool because we had to hike through the water. Yeah, we initially were supposed to go to this beach, pero may mga tao dun. So sabi ng tour guide namin, sige, dito tayo sa gilid. Mag-explore so tayo. Oh, oh, it was fun kasi masaya mag-explore sa totoo lang. But it also means you're unaware of what you're going to see. And what you're going to go through. So the hike through the water wasn't particularly easy kasi nakachinelas lang kami. But the sand was mixing with the limestone rock. Mm-hmm. And the limestone rock is super duper sharp. So si Bonizi ended up holding the hand of the guide. And <laughs> I was left... holding hands. <laughs> and I was left to fend for myself. Pero sobrang saya niya. You just have to be super duper careful. And you have to be up for it. 
Sometimes kasi yung iba natatakot and that's okay. Kung natatakot ka, you can always back off. That's not a problem. You need to be able to assess if you can do something or not. Two tips for when you're out and about in your island hopping is make sure that you either have slippers on or the shoes that you use for swimming kasi nakakasugat talaga sa paan. That's why a lot of people were asking in my Instagram video, but nakachinelas to habang nagsiswimming. And it was because of that. I was just protecting my feet. And another tip is, diba we had a hard time walking through the water kasi there was a current and then there were limestone. I actually put my whole body underwater with just my head out and I was parang crawling. Yeah, because you're kind of just floating through the water yeah, instead so parang, of walking. Yeah, because if I was standing up, parang I felt like I was going to fall down more. So yeah, that's my tips. And the third spot that we went to during our island hopping activity was a beach all to ourselves. Yeah, we got to really relax in this one spot. And I made sure that I enjoyed that island that we had to ourselves because I made some shelltowns. Parang ginawa kong Animal Crossing yung island. True, nagpaka Animal Crossing si Bowens. I was exploring the beach and the island, climbing just a bit over the limestone rocks and the limestone mountains. And then when I got back, biglang may mga seashell towns na si Bones. Tatlo. Actually, I was wondering how quickly she built everything. It was fun kasi ang ganda ng mga shells, ang ganda ng mga nakikita mo on the beach shore. But of course, I left all of them there on the island kasi hindi mo pwedeng kunin ang mga yun. Yes, you cannot get the seashells, you cannot destroy the seashells or the corals, you cannot get sand, do not get water, although madami yung tubig doon, and do not touch the sea turtles when you see them. In fairness, as I was going around, I forgot to tell you, I saw a sea turtle kind of like poke his head up the water. Super no cute. way! I'm so jealous that I didn't get to see that. They actually had some turtle releasing actually in El Nido while we were there. Pero hindi namin naabutan yun sa yeah. It would be nice to schedule or ask around when the turtle releasing dates are. Because for me, I think it's a really nice experience. I've seen one already yeah. firsthand. And I recommend it, especially for the kids out there. I think it's something they'd really enjoy. And now, we move away from our island hopping activity. Bonizi, what else do you want to talk about in El Nido? So we did have our itinerary. We went to our hotel, we had our island hopping, but knowing Bones and Fofo, we are very adventurous. And we always want to see how the locals live in their area. And the one way we were able to do this was we had to rent a car. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. Charlie's had a service. So when you go to town or any other place, you have to call the service to pick yourself up or to have yourself brought there. But the thing is calling up and waiting, that takes time. And that's time na sayang for us. Oh, and considering there were a lot of other guests at that point, parang we wanted to make sure that we could move at our own pace and go whenever we wanted to. So with that, we were able to rent a car from a local for the four days that we were there. Sobrang saya niya kasi we were able to go around the island, see it at our own pace, and go anywhere we wanted. We would talk to locals, ask for suggestions, ask for places to eat, and we would be able to go there anytime kasi yun niya, may kotse kami. So pro tip para sa mga mahilig bumiyahe dyan, Bring your license all the time yeah. because it's easy to just rent a car. And sa totoo lang, ha, mas mura na nag-rent tayo ng kotse kesa we took a tricycle back and forth yeah, to all the places that we went to. They were saying that they charge tourist rates for the tricycle. So that means that going back and forth would cost us more money. So with that, because we had a car, because we were able to explore and adventure, madami kami mga places na gusto i-share sa inyong lahat. Bones that start with the food places. Oh, 
Okay, so ito na ang rundown of recommended places by Bones and Fofo. First things first, breakfast place. Ooh, well, I am biased and our favorite is Kape ni Manang. So what is Kape ni Manang? It is literally just a carinderia on the side of the road, five minutes away from Charlie's. Pwede ngang lakarin kung gusto nyo. Yep. And we ate there every single morning because it was just so nice. There were dogs around yeah. you. They had nice food. They had good coffee. Their food were called toasties, which was basically just grilled ham and cheese and egg. Yeah, but if you like rice, meron din silang rice options, diba? And I think the best thing about it was really just the ambiance. So being on the side of the road, mm-hmm. in the province, in a beautiful beach town, parang masarap lang talaga yung vibes and it's a good way to start the day. Good thing we were able to go there early in the morning because they have certain times of the day that they're open lang. And they're only open from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Because at night, ang bukas naman ay yung Kapinimanang Eatery. So the Kapinimanang Eatery is where they serve their merienda to dinner to late dinner. The inasal. The inasal was so good. The inasal, the sabakonyelo, the maisconyelo. So what Kapinimanangs does is that they transfer location. It's yeah. literally just a minute away. Like, you could walk it. You could even mm-hmm. see the second location. So that's where they transfer for dinner. And sobrang cute niya. Kasi open area siya. Outdoor. Outdoors. It feels super duper quaint. And you really feel the good province vibes. Para kang nagpipiknik lang. Kaya ako, I really enjoyed eating there at night. And we enjoyed the food so much that we each had two servings each. Tapos nakakatawa pa. Kasi... When we ordered for our second round, the waiter was like, sure ba kayo na mag-around two kayo? And we're Akala like, niya joke lang. Pero sabi namin, seryoso kami mag-around two kami. Masarap yung pagkain. Oo, last night kasi namin yun. So kailangan sulitin talaga. Okay, aside from Kapinimanangs and their eatery during the afternoons, what else do we recommend, Bonizi? There's this one place that we went to that was an adventure. When people told us about this restaurant called The Nesting Table in Birdhouse, they said, get ready for the trip to go there. Because you had to hike to get there. So you were like, okay, we get it. But what was so nice about the place? They said, the view and the food. So mm-hmm. automatically, na intriga na kami because those are two things that we look for whenever we travel. So we made the trip. So took the car. This is probably the furthest that we drove yeah. in El Nido. Yeah. So we drove around 20-25 minutes from Charlie's Resort, got to a certain area, and then from that area, we had to walk another maybe 20-25 minutes. I would say mga 15 minutes would be safer. 20-25 minutes because we were looking for it. Yeah, it takes longer talaga when you're looking for something. But basically, you have to go through the establishment, go along the beach, go in the forest, and then walk up the stairs. 200 steps. That's what we were told. So you have to go up 200 steps to eventually reach the nesting table in the birdhouse. But mind you, it is super duper worth it. Kasi sobrang ganda ng view. I also think it's worth it because you kind of get exercise in just before you actually eat food. And it was nice kasi it felt so cozy. It felt very at home when and, we were there. And Birdhouse is actually also a resort. So it's a place where you can go glamping. So they have different platforms on a steep slope of a mountain. Yeah. 
And they set up tents with really nice interiors. Glamping siya, mm-hmm. di ba? So maganda talaga yung dating niya. And if you want to have that fancy but camping kind of vibe, then Birdhouse is definitely the place for you. And if ever you're in El Nido and you're feeling adventurous, it's definitely a place that you should go to because it is an experience just getting there and seeing the place and how it was built. It was very nice. So aside from Birdhouse, to get there, we actually had to pass by a commercial establishment called Vanilla Beach. But in Vanilla Beach, we found a super cool gym. It's called Hieroglyph CrossFit. Yeah, we don't really do CrossFit. Actually, we've never done CrossFit in our lives, let's be honest. But we thought it was cool because we saw an assault bike. So an assault bike is a brand for an air bike. And it's the workout that Bonizi and I have been doing for the past four weeks. So sobrang natuwa kami na natuloy namin yung programa namin dun sa beach. And sobrang ganda because the owners were super nice. It was yeah. a couple and it was open air. And yung vibe ng gym was just... Very, you know, very beach vibe. Siya. So, it's so funny because we were like, yeah, we're not going to do CrossFit, but we're here for the assault bike. And they were like, why are you excited about this? Because to be honest, when people say assault bike or air bike, that's like the last thing you ever want to do for your exercise. Kasi mahirap siya. Mahirap talaga. Kasi iiyak ka talaga. Iiyak ka na ng pawis, iiyak pa yung mata mo. Mismo, like literally. But we'll save that for another podcast. Aside from Vanilla Beach, aside from the gym, aside from the view and the birdhouse, of course, there's a coffee spot. Oh, I'm so happy we found specialty coffee in El Nido because one of the things that we've always wanted was whenever we would go to a major town or a major city, a big tourist spot in the Philippines, we had always hoped na sana may specialty coffee dito. Before all these specialty coffee shops open in these various cities, Fofo and I would really bring our own coffee with us. We'd have our equipment and we'd just make coffee just before going out. But it was so cool that they had Lick El Nido, they had uh, another coffee shop in Cali Artesano, and it was just nice to see that kind of community there. Okay, so Bonizi just mentioned Lick. That is the specialty coffee shop that we went to. So Lick <laughs> stands for Lost Island Center for Cape. I love it. And that is where we went to. And we had a really good time. But back to Bonizi's point. Yung dream talaga namin is every province that we go to here in the Philippines, magkaroon ng specialty coffee shop. And not just for the coffee, but also for the culture and the people. Kasi syempre kung may local coffee shop na specialty, nagkakaroon rin ng local community of specialty coffee people or people who are just generally into coffee. And sila yung mga vibes namin eh. So in El Nido, we were able to talk to the coffee addicts of the place. And it was super fun because, of course, we had a And it's just nice bonding with different kinds of people over coffee. And that's exactly what we did. We were actually able to do a cupping. Yeah, because they have a cupping every Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken, in the morning. All you have to do is message them and ask them if they have a cupping. But it's basically what you do to figure out the notes for the new roast that they have. Or a more basic explanation is that they try out all the beans that they have available mm. and they cup it. You know. They taste it out. It's like a taste testing. There is one place that we didn't get to go to, but there was a great find from one of the people that we met in El Nido, Sidona. She bought this bag of banana chips. And I love banana chips. But when I tasted this, it was nice and chewy and it had like a soft texture. Apparently, these were Saba chips from Lawiswis. And in this shop, they sell a lot of organic stuff, homemade stuff. 
And sayang nang hindi namin napuntahan, but we were able to get a big bag of saba chips. And to be honest, I think this is the best tasting banana chips I've ever had. Because usually banana chips are super duper crispy. Ito crispy on the outside, pero chewy on the inside. First time for me to try that kind of yeah. banana chips, and I highly recommend it when you're there. So to kind of cap off this podcast, I guess one of the things that I want to talk about is resorts because this is a big part of when you travel. Where are you going to stay when you travel? So for us, what do we look for when we go to a resort? As I mentioned a while ago, internet is one of the most important mm-hmm. things because when we go on vacation, it's also kind of work for us. Yeah. We like producing content about it. Internet is vital for us whenever we're looking at resorts to stay in. At the same time, it is a bonus if there is a gym, at least mm-hmm. for me, because it's always nice to be able to work out. It's nice to be able to bring your daily essential activities with you whenever you yeah. travel. Iba pa rin kasi talaga pag may gym because if you want to lift weights, if you want to go on a treadmill kasi hindi ka makatakbo sa labas, it's always a plus factor for us kung may gym yung resort na yun. So what else do you look for in a resort, Ponizi? You're more maarte. I'm maarte? You're more maarte. Well, I don't really look for much because I try to make the space my own when we travel. If there's something that I know that I'm going to need, I'm going to bring it. And I think that goes for our coffee. We make sure that we always have our coffee set with us because whether or not we know kung may masarap na kape, it's always nice to have coffee readily on hand. And speaking of making a hotel room your own, that's actually one of me and Bonizi's secret things. Techniques mm-hmm. to making travel even more comfortable and more enjoyable. So what we do is that we really bring items that we feel will make our stay more convenient. Mm-hmm. So for example, we bring all of our coffee equipment to make all the coffee that we want whenever we want. Yes. So we have a coffee corner that we create in any hotel room that we go to. Second thing is we bring a tech gadget kit. And in this tech gadget kit, I have extension cords, cables, charges, everything. Because the last thing that I want is mahasal ako. Ay, wala akong charger. Ay, wala akong ganito. Ay, ang layo nung saksakan. Ay, kulang yung saksakan. Eh, yun nga, we like working during our trip. So this tech pack kit is super duper essential for us. And I think the last thing that we make sure to pack is our work from home setup. Because we're always on the go. We're always going to want to edit some stuff or have some meetings. And I think it's important that we're comfortable with our workspace. So we bring everything that we need for work. I want to add one more thing. When it comes to our clothes, Bonizi and I unpack our clothes. What I mean by that is we don't live out of our bags or our suitcases. So kung may closet yung hotel or may mga tables siya or shelves, we make sure to use that. So when you go into our hotel room, it actually looks like a A bedroom. Yeah, it looks like a bedroom. So it makes it comfier and homier, especially when you're in a place for a long time. Masarap mag-unpack talaga. It's actually really helpful that yung luggage na binili namin is stackable in a way or you can actually put them inside each other so that when you look in your closet, you just have one big luggage there. Tapos nasa loob yung ibang luggage bags. And that was our trip to El Nido. We hope that you guys got a lot of tips and hopefully you can look into traveling to El Nido as long as you follow the safety protocols. Yeah, we hope that you were motivated or we piqued your curiosity about travel. Kasi pwede naman talaga. Yun mm-hmm. nga lang, we need to be able to follow the new normal and all the safety protocols 
protocols that go with it. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and don't forget that you can email us at behindrelationshipgoals at gmail.com if you have any comments, any questions, or maybe topics that you would like for us to talk about. Just email us. Till the next podcast episode, I'm Bones. I'm Fofo. And Soba is sleeping. This is hashtag behindrelationshipgoals. Bye!